Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Thursday, September 26, 2019. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. This is a date everyone has circled on their calendar. Today is the birthday of 24-7 Sports Director of Recruiting, Steve Wiltfong, and he has made time to join us. Steve, happy 8th annual 29th birthday. Hey, good morning, man. I'm not mad to be 37. Life is good. The only people bitching about their age are the people that haven't done what they wanted to do to date. I got a beautiful wife, two healthy young boys, a good job. I'm on the Bucknuts Morning 5 with y'all. Life is good at 37. No question. You had a story yesterday on Jacoby Cowan. Now, we haven't gotten a chance to talk real recruiting here in a while because Ohio State hasn't added a player in recruiting since Court Williams in late July. Jacoby Cowan, defensive lineman from North Carolina. He's going to make his announcement October the 4th. Give us the latest and what you think is going to go down. Well, Jacoby Cowan's only taken one official visit. It was to Ohio State, and uh sounds like Larry Johnson is pushing for Jacoby Cowan. Uh, asked around on that yesterday. So it's easy to like the Buckeyes' chances as, as things stand right now uh, for him. I don't think it's going to be Tennessee. I don't think it's going to be Clemson or Georgia. Um, and uh, Oregon, he mentioned it's not going to be North Carolina. And uh, uh, he, the other school he mentioned to me was Oregon. So it's setting up really nice for Ohio State to land Jacoby Cowan, who we list as a defensive tackle, but he says he's going to be playing defensive end for the school of his choice. The drought of commitments may be over for Ohio State, but let's not act like uh, – Quelching for water over there. It's the number three class in the country according to the twenty four seven sports composite right now. Callan is six foot five, two hundred and seventy seven pounds. Like you mentioned, highly ranked. He's fifteenth in the composite, not quite as highly ranked for twenty four seven sports. We list him as a defensive tackle and I went back and watched all his tape. There are no snaps of him at defensive tackle. Only question I have about him is he does not seem to have the greatest motor. Have people questioned that because that's the one thing that jumps out on tape. You can see how big, strong, and fast he is at certain times. His get-off, I'm not so sure about, and his motor are a little bit of a question. And I thought I thought he was solid at the opening finals. First of all, this is one of the like coolest kids in this class. Terrific personality. Very nice young man uh, will be a nice representative of whichever school he chooses. I hate to say a knock because I know we don't have him ranked as high as the composite, but we we like him too. Um, but yeah, I think consistency um, and a uh, um, little more at this point, there's some guys that seem to be a little twitchier. Uh, we could see his body gr- growing into an interior guy, and that's why he's ranked as such <clears throat> right now, just kind of projecting it out. But at the at the least, maybe he's a guy that brings you versatility on the college front, can bring you a pass rush on the interior, can line up on the edge on first, second down. Uh, when you get your, your third down package in there or your passing down package in, uh, he slides inside and, and still can rush the passer from the the interior. He's an interesting prospect and, and and a guy that Larry Johnson seems to want in his class. Yeah, I don't want to come off as negative here. He has offers from everybody, and I mean everybody. So the talent is obviously there. You combine talent with Larry Johnson and you usually get a stud. If I were going to compare him to someone on the Buckeyes now, I think I'd go with Jay Sean Cornell. Kind of a tweener, kind of a guy Larry needs to get his hands on for a while, but someone who 
if he does join the fold, will ultimately be very productive. I think Cornell is a guy that when we first met him, he was an outside linebacker, and uh, now he's playing. He's starting a defensive tackle for Ohio State. And sometimes these kids feel like it's – I see kids that we rank them as safeties, and they're like, I'm a corner, I'm a corner. And uh, you sometimes rank kids as defensive tackles, and they get a little frustrated and, and, and they want to be ends. But, uh, you know, those safeties and, and tackles get paid good money too, uh, are very important cogs and, and can be famous as well. We just need to get him in the whack, then everything will take care of itself at that point. Speaking of getting people in the whack, what would the BM5 be without discussion of 2020 running back recruiting? Mayan Williams from Witten Woods, Ohio native, verbally committed to Iowa State University, earned an offer from Ohio State recently. Bill Green has made the crystal ball flip pick, Iowa State to Ohio State. What's your vibe? Do you think Williams will flip? I would think that. Logic says ultimately he will. I'm an in-state kid with an Ohio State offer uh, at a position where they don't have anyone committed this cycle. I think that um, there's, I think that there's a chance that he he would definitely flip. Iowa State loves the kid. They've been all in on him the entire cycle, and they've done a good relationship with or a good job with him. And there's a strong relationship, and they're not going to just roll over and let the Buckeyes take Mayan from him. We'll see when he gets to campus. I expect him to get to campus at some point. Uh, he's been to Ohio State before, but now it's coming back as an offer. Those visits are different. Uh, you're getting more time with Ryan Day. You're, you come back, you'll, you'll spend time with the guys in the locker room and see how you fit in with those those guys. But from a proximity standpoint, a prestige standpoint, you know, Ohio State has a lot going for them in the recruitment of Mayan Williams. And, and I wrote on the message board, back in the spring or summer, I forget kind of when it was, that I crystal balled mine, Williams, to Ohio State uh, before he had an offer um, and before he had a commitment date because I thought he was going to get offered by Ohio State back then. And I think that there were people uh, on Ohio State staff that would have loved to have seen him get offered back then. And, And there's a lot of people in the room when they make these decisions, just like there is when we make our ranking decisions. And um, there's people in our room that don't agree with the way our Ohio State rankings are right now, and uh, uh, but but the majority rules or or there's or there's something that they all agree on to hold off. And I think for Mayan, Ohio State wanted to see if he had the speed to be a big time back for them because I don't think that they ever they ever doubted how he runs between the tackles the. F- and, and then obviously he's extremely prolific. He's going to win, Mr. Football. You can just give him the award now. Um, I don't think that there's anyone in the state that's going to have a statistical kind of year uh, with the uh, with the uh, notoriety as well that Mayan Williams has. Um, but is he a guy that can? Is he a guy that's going to get you 80 yards on eight, or can can he get it on on, on two or two or three? Um, I think that Ohio State thinks that he. Has, has the speed they're looking for now, too, and, and they're, they've offered, and, and they want him in the class, and we'll see what happens. I do think it's a positive that he's committed in terms of what schools he's committed to, that Iowa State is the one he chose. Matt Campbell does a very good job recruiting, and Iowa State does a particularly good job with running backs. The Bears start, uh, I don't know if he's starting, but Montgomery, they have a rookie there with the Bears right now. And if you look at that, Dan, another good thing is Mayan Williams isn't scared of competition because right. Iowa State also Iowa State also landed two top two four seven running backs in the last cycle. 
So he's not going to look at Ohio State's depth chart and, and say, I can't play here uh, because Ohio, Iowa State signed two pretty good ones last year and, and guys that were ultimately ranked higher than, than Crowley, if I remember correctly. For those of you scoring at home, if Ohio State gets commitments from Cowan and Mayan Williams, they will not move up in the composite they will solidify their spot at number three, a a little more of a gap between three and four LSU, but they will not jump Clemson or Bama, and that would give them 24 commitments. No hard cap of 25, so we will stick to it. All right, this weekend, the Buckeyes hit the road. They head to Lincoln for what I think most people saw before the season as what was likely the biggest road test. I'm not sure the sentiment is the same, given how Nebraska has played and Ohio State's defense has been so good. What is your vibe? Ohio State is a 17-and-a-half-point favorite on the road at night. I think that Nebraska, um, they outgained Illinois by like 400 yards last week. They have a quarterback that can uh, make things happen with his arm and his legs. They have some skilled players like Wondell Robinson who can be game changers out in space. They have an opportunistic defense that can make plays behind the line of scrimmage and get turnovers. And, uh, J.D. Spielman is is a guy that can return a return one for a touchdown at, at any point in the special teams game. What Nebraska hasn't been in any of their games this year is consistent, and so it'll be extremely tough to beat the Buckeyes without an, a, a consistent performance for four quarters. Um, Nebraska is going to have a, a hell of an atmosphere for this one, a night game in Lincoln. I don't know if it will resemble the atmosphere of the night game at Purdue last year with Tyler Trent and all those juices flowing uh, inside Ross Aid Stadium. With all that being said, I, I would think that Ohio State will have a chance to cover the spread uh, when it's all said and done. I don't know if they'll be leading uh, by 17 the whole day, um, but uh, when the final tally hits the scoreboard, uh, I think that they have a good chance to 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 cover. Yeah, the Purdue example is a good one. The on the road, the at night, the Wandale Robinson playing the role of Rondale Moore. And they have the same trainer. And they're from the same town. So I could see it happening. And uh, Wandale had a great game last week, statistically. But I'm sorry, I don't care what had to happen for you to give up the points you did. You can't be allowing that many points to Illinois. So Ohio State has a chance here to, I think, make a statement, and it will be at night in front of everybody. Here's my prediction for the uh, what comes out of the weekend. There will be a push nationally, Chase Young for Heisman. Ready for that? It's going to happen after this weekend. He had those two sacks, forced fumbles again last week, and for him to get onto the Heisman list, he'll have to force turnovers like like that. Uh, I I think the Heisman uh, is a marathon, and Justin Fields is a guy that I can see continuing to move up the list because of the position he plays, and and, uh, I just think he's going to get better each week in this Ryan Day offense. And uh, so he's the guy that is the easy one for me to point to and say I could see him start to make moves up the Heisman list as Ohio State's opponents uh, get better. He's already got some love in Vegas. I'd like to see Chase Young get invited to New York. I think that would be cool. And to do that, I think he's going to have to get 20 sacks, which sounds ridiculous, but it's absolutely doable. Hopefully he gets a few more in Lincoln. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Take care, y'all. See you on the front row. Happy birthday, Steve.
Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 